Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. I get my buttons right, and once I start pushing the right buttons, then the radio really does work. Four minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. Let me tell you real quick about Quality Transmission. Quality Transmission is in Tempe. They're on McClintock, which is just south of the 202 and just north of University. Been around a long time, since 1977. And what they do is better than just about everybody else that uh, works on transmissions. And I'll tell you why. First of all, they know how to diagnose the transmission, and they're here to tell you that less than half of the transmissions that come in actually need to be rebuilt. The rest of them, and sometimes just 30% of them, need to be rebuilt, and 70% of them just have some bad input or bad output or some bad connection or some bad part. But that's where they're really good. They do a good job in diagnosing transmissions. So if you need somebody to drive your car, your motorhome, your truck, and you want somebody just to talk to, Quality Transmission stands ready to help you. You can see Bob or Steve at Quality Transmission, McClintock North of University in Tempe. Bill, before you leave, I want to talk to you, and I don't want my wife to hear, but tell me about the <laughs> motorhome, okay? Yeah, you and I were talking earlier that I, I changed my mind. We're going to go to a gooseneck trailer with living quarters for my race car, okay. which means I have a motorhome that, I may not have a wife if I keep making payments on two things. Okay. So I've got this 39-foot diesel pusher, uh, which is a big Class A motor home. Okay, diesel engine in the back. What motor is in it? It's a 330 Cat, okay. 3126 for the Caterpillar aficionados. Now, a 330 horsepower. 330 horsepower, so it's a turbo six-cylinder. Okay, it pales into comparison to the 5.9 that comes out at about 190 to 230 and <laughs> goes upwards from there. So you're talking about a 5.9 Cummins six-cylinder with 220 or 230 horsepower versus your cat that has 100 horsepower more. More, right. What's the? Do you know what size that, that cat is or what the, the leaders is? I did, but I have a poor memory and I won't guess. Okay. I don't like to mislead people. Fair enough. 39-foot Caterpillar motor. What tranny? So it's an Allison six-speed. That's the nice best one. Nice you know, digital. You know, you can program them to do different things. Yep. It's, it's a good package. All righty. And uh, how many slides? It's a two slide, so the bedroom gets bigger, gives you plenty of room to get dressed, and uh, the 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 kitchen and, and sofa slide out makes it a nice size living quarters. Okay, and it's got is the bed in the back north and south or east or west? Uh, east west. Okay, and does it have awnings all the way around it? It has awnings all the way around it. They didn't build them that way, but I had okay. matching uh, multicolor awnings all the way around it. It's it's a nice rig. Okay, and the and the generator is a what? It's a Onan. Okay. A diesel generator, so it. It uh, it runs quiet and runs all day if you okay. want it to. And I don't have a lot of size? hours on this rig, though. Okay. And you have any idea what size that generator is? Is it a 5K, 6K, 7K? I'm 62 or 72. I've I've forgotten. I think you're right. It'll run both airs then on it the roof. It will run both airs. Good. So and the microwave, as a matter of fact. And the, the microwave, yeah. which is what I cook with mostly. Yes. <laughs> well, of course we do. <laughs> yes, we do. So a six-speed house, and how many miles are on it? 28,000 and change. Okay. So... 
Uh, it's a 2003 Fleetwood Excursion. That Fleetwood is the box, and that's what I've always bought is Fleetwood. I like Fleetwood. So Fleetwood is the box. It has a, I bet it has a Freightliner chassis. And they put that box, uh, it's kind of like a travel trailer on, on a 18-wheeler on a because it's a, it's a Freightliner chassis. Okay, and that's what I Good, had. strong, durable chassis. So you have an Allison transmission, a Caterpillar motor. You have an Onan generator, and the generator uses the same fuel as the engine. So there's no gas and there's no diesel, which right. sometimes you, you find. One, one place up. Okay, today and today only. It is worth. It is worth 65, but I'm looking for 58, which is actually less than I owe for it because my wife wants me to sell it. Oh, a little bit of push from the the wife unit, huh? She writes the bills and she says, you know, Bill, we're going to be upside down with two RVs. (laughs) So let me get this straight. You bought this. You bought the toy hauler before you sold the the motorhome. I usually do things impulsively and backwards. Yes, sir. I bought. I bought the. The you gooseneck were, before I sold. You were starting BRB. to sound like Donald Trump there for a minute. <laughs> before you finally answered the question, I've, I was going to call you Donald Trump. Okay, so yes, you bought the gooseneck before you sold the motorhome. Yes, I Folks, he's going to be hurting for money, and she's going to be on his back <laughs> you, if you're looking for a motorhome. So all you drag racers that are out at the races this weekend, you'd rather have my motorhome instead of your pickup truck. Give me a call at the shop. Okay, okay. T- Bill at 25th Street Auto. And uh, and the outside, the exterior, well, how many miles are on this thing again? 28,000. Okay. Been stored inside, outside? I keep it as, for as long as I've had it, many years. I, I pay for covered storage, which is another thing I'd rather not be doing right now. Okay. All right. And license plates. And, and see, folks, you wait until his license plates are due and you know his insurance card is due. That's when you hit That's him with the low the ball price. price. <laughs> because the wife's going, I'm looking at license plates and insurance on this. You know, insurance, I don't, do you remember what our insurance was for our motorhome? Just tell me. The motorhome we have right now is $400 a year. So yours is probably going to be a little bit more. And and even if it's twice that much money, it's $800 a year. Yeah, that's, not that's a lot real of money. cheap. No, it's not. Okay, thank you for spending your time with me. I got to go to back to the callers, and we're going to go to Tom real quick. Stay here till the break. Tom, I'm sorry to keep you holding. How can I help you today? Uh, I've got a question. I've got a 2011 Jeep Grand Cherokee with a 5.7 Hemi. It's got about 93000 on it. And just about every morning when I start it, I get a big puff of bluish-gray smoke out of, the, out of both exhaust pipes. But the rest of the day, if I start it, it doesn't do it. It only does it once a day and, and probably 13 days out of 14. Valve Any ideas seals. what could be going on? Valve guide seals. That's what it is, valve Virtual guide seals. Virtual certainty. Yeah. So here's what happens. There's an O-ring or an umbrella seal on the intake valves. And we want oil to lubricate the valve as it goes in and out of, of its of its holder, of its head mount. And that, uh, that umbrella seal or that O-ring is supposed to keep the oil from sliding down the shaft of the valve and being sucked into the engine along with the gasoline that goes through the intake valve. So in your particular case, now, I, I, I'm going to tell you that this is not an easy job. We pull the valve covers off, and then we have to take all the spark plugs out. And then we have to air up the cylinder. We have to unload the valve. We have to take the spring off the valve. And if we drop the valve in the head, we are in big trouble. So you do every single intake valve one by one by one. It's very labor intensive. I would strongly suggest that, first of all, are you noticing the oil consumption on the dipstick? It hasn't gone down, no. Okay. My advice to you would be wait until the oil consumption becomes apparent or wait until you foul a spark plug and then do it. Bill, comment. 
you took the words right out of my mouth. Okay. Uh, th this is a nuisance at this point. Until you're having trouble with following plugs, uh, contaminated oxygen sensors, or things like that, you can just say, every time you see that puff of smoke, you think, there's th $1,000 I didn't spend. Or more. And but keep in mind, this is a Hemi. So yeah, it's it, a Hemi, it, too. It, 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 I mean, getting, the spark plugs, <laughs> getting the spark plugs out is $1,000. So yeah, no I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> But, well, but, Tom, that, that is, it's a big job. If you want to bid it, you just call around and you say, how much do you charge me for valve guide seals? And don't let them just give you parts and labor. You want shop supplies, environmental charge, and sales tax. You want, I want to write the check before I leave home. Now, and before again, you call what, them. What's it called again? Valve guide seals. Five valve, valve guide, guide seals, okay. Yeah, yeah, and you have, your Hemi has eight cylinders, so you're going to have eight valves, and that's one for each cylinder, and we have to pull both valve covers off, and it's a whole lot of work, and it's very labor-intensive, and we're going to replace the valve guide seals. There is a 10 to 25% chance that that will impact it dramatically, but not fix it totally because if the valve guides have worn, right. then then it's we have to pull the head, and then you're talking about five 6000 bucks. But, wow. but I'm only I'm I'm giving you a very small percentage of this gets better. It first of all ninety ninety five percent of the time it gets it fixes it. We're home free. There's no more smoke out of the tailpipe. And and that percentage is probably true that it's going to be intake only rather than intake exhaust because of vacuum. Yes, they can of, both leak, but the one you see it worse is yeah. intakes. And so there's there's sometimes. It fixes it, but then sometimes a very small percentage from 5 to 20% of the time, it makes it a whole lot better but doesn't fix it. Does that make sense, Tom? Yeah, it does. Now, uh, something like this is, uh, you know, is that just normal wear and tear? Yeah, if you, if I'm going to guess that you're going to, maybe I should go back to Jeep. The answer is, is your car's been around the world four times, and um, and all of us know that, that it's... I, and, and to answer your question bluntly, so that I don't sound like Donald Trump, I'm not aware that the Jeep Grand Cherokee with the Hemi has a valve guide problem. I agree. Um, I, you're, you're, you surprised me when you gave me that and the blue smoke out the tailpipe. Uh, that kind of surprised me. I've not done one of those before, or I'm pretty sure I've not done one of those before. There's a heck of a lot of GMs out there that I have done <laughs> that I could go chapter and verse on, but not your Jeep. Yeah, because I've got an appointment with the dealer on Tuesday. They've had it in before. They, it didn't replicate when they did it, so I video that, videoed it the last two mornings. I wonder if something like that's covered under my extended warranty that I paid for. Yes, I would think it is, and I would be nice and polite. I would just simply say to them, is this something that's covered under the warranty? And then the downside on the warranty is is they're going to charge, they're going to pay as little as possible, but you're going to pay for the coolant. You're going to probably pay for the Freon. You're probably going to pay the sales tax. You're probably going to pay the shop supplies and the environmental charges. Just make sure your net net isn't better somewhere else. Right, right. And, and I say that whether it would be an independent shop going to right. a dealer or a dealer going to the independent. I think you owe it to yourself to go both. That's the way I think. Yeah, I do that, but I just, if it's under warranty, obviously, that have them do it, I think. But if it's yeah, not, but, it's a whole different story. Well, by the time they get done, it's not an, an, and I'm talking about the aftermarket warranty company being the problem here. You can end up paying 40% of the bill because they say that this isn't covered, this isn't covered, this isn't covered. Right, right. So, and that's what I'm saying is, is just that. But, Bill, you had a comment? Uh, just a bit of advice. We mentioned, you know, uh, we've already done the diagnosis for you, so get some prices. Uh, get 
prices that mean something. Bef spend 90 seconds before you call a few shops and make sure they're reputable places. Because if you call somebody that can't be trusted, well, they can't be trusted to give you a price over the phone either. So find out that they're reputable people, you know, like, like the, the shops on Mark's list. Call a few right. of those. Well, and you can go to the Better Business Bureau and get their ratings because yep. I, I called on a transmission shop the other day had a D+. Plus. And I don't know what a D-plus is, but it ain't something I that want. Ain't <laughs> so, anyway, well, listen, thank you very much, Tom, and good luck to you. Thank you very Appreciate much. It. I like the show. I have it every Saturday. Thank you very much. Thank you for that. All righty. We're going to go to Hector real quick. Hector, how can we help you? How you doing? Good, good, good. Okay, I have two questions. My uh, main one was uh, I bought my wife a 2007 Honda Pilot about a little over a year ago, and about six or seven times the check engine has come, like, has come on. I get a generic code test, and it's all six cylinders are missing. But before I get a chance to take it to an actual shop to get an actual definite of what exactly it is, it turns off. So any ideas of what I can do? Bill? I was being distracted. <laughs> Trust me. I was trying to be quiet in the corner. Uh, we were having a microphone problem here, and Bill and I were trying to do that. Give me the nutshell real quick. Get, say it again. Say it again. Um, 2007 Honda Pilot. Uh, okay. Six or seven times the check engine light has come on, and it's uh, always all six cylinders are misfiring. Okay. Okay. We're going to take a break. You stay right there. We're going to gather our wits, and we're going to call you. We'll be right back. Okay? So Hugh Hewitt is excited for the possibility of an open convention for the GOP. We had one of those with four candidates in 1860. So the most we're going to have going to this open convention is four. Trump, either Jeb or Rubio. Cruz, and John Casey. I can't compare them. Nothing compares accurately. But a lot of people are going to be studying that 1860 convention very closely. The Hugh Hewitt Show, afternoons at 4, right before Mark Levin at 7, on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. This is Dan Marley, head coach of Grand Canyon University, inviting you to join the voice of the Lopes, Michael Potter, for an exciting season of antelope basketball. That's right, Dan, and your Lopes close out the regular season at Utah Valley this afternoon. GCU is looking to lay claim to a second-place finish in the conference and get back to their winning ways heading into the postseason. The tips at 2. Join us for the Antelope pregame show at 145. The Lopes and the Wolverines this afternoon on our sister station, Family Values Radio 1010. You won't want to miss a moment of the action. Lopes up. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? How would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? Join Dan Bethel for the Safe Money Radio Show Sundays at 8 a.m. You can also call Dan now for your free customized safe information money kit and 115-page safe money book at 877-517-2346. 
That's 877-517-2346. Tanning, indoors or out, increases your risk of skin cancer, including melanoma, the second most common cancer in young adults and the leading cause of cancer death in women 25 to 30. Tanning doesn't make me look healthier. My ambition does. Tanning doesn't make me stand out. My drive does. Tanning can cause wrinkles, age spots, and even melanoma, the cancer that kills one person every hour. And using tanning beds significantly increases your risk of developing melanoma. Tanning doesn't make me glow. My individuality does. Tanning doesn't make me feel better about myself. I got the job. My confidence does. Tanning doesn't make you more beautiful. It only makes you more at risk. Stop tanning. Learn more at spotskincancer.org. A message from the American Academy of Dermatology. Get out to the forest. And discover the wonders of nature with your family, just like Blue, Jewel, and the whole Rio flock. Let the kids connect to their roots. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah! Let's rock this jungle. Fresh air. What a glorious morning. Clean water. Endless surprises. Yo, this is untapped territory. How amazing. <laughs> Visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Mark Salem. Bill has taken a leave of absence because he has to go get his motor home. Then your mic is on. And, um, and you can't hear anything? Mm-mm. Can't hear you. You can't hear me? No. Then there's a, a volume control right down there. You want to turn that up? There we go. There you go. All righty. We're going to talk real quick about Thompson's Auto Repair. They've been around since 1970. Thompson's Auto Repair is the only shop in Mesa that's been able to pass the filter that I insist a shop pass before they're on my best car repair shop list. That best car repair shop list is at MarkSalem.com. covers the valley with diesel, transmission, mechanical, paint and body, tires, performance everything's imaginable but thompson's in mesa he's the only one he's on main street just east of stapley been around in mesa since 1970 and brian and thelma husband and wife are absolutely the finest nicest people i've seen in that zip code i mean to tell you they are good brian's the kind of guy that you hope your daughter brings home all i can tell you so brian and thelma at thompson's auto repair and towing in mesa hector let's get back to you on that check engine light the problem you yeah. got, Hector, is is that you've got a you're not going to have a misfire on all six unless you have a major meltdown of some major connection or harness. So we're going to cycle the grounds. We're going to feed power to all the injectors, but the computer's going to control the six grounds. Almost always, the problem lies with a cam or a crank sensor because the computer loses its ability to start counting the cylinders. So if you don't know where to count, let's pretend the firing order is one, two, three, four, five, six. If the computer doesn't know where to say one, then it doesn't know where one is. So when you have a complete across the board, one of the very first things we do is we plug a scanner in and we start looking at the sine wave of the cam and the crank sensor to make sure they're synchronized. And and I don't suggest you go buy a cam and a crank sensor because by the time you buy those two and install those and then reprogram the computer to recognize everything, there's only about a 50-50 chance that's going to be it. You, if you had just one cylinder wrong, I would say take the three 
you know, spark plug and move it to four and take four and move it to three and see if your misfire code moves to the other cylinder. If you move the cylinder, if you move the spark plug or you switch the injector or the spark plug and the problem moves, then you know what the problem is. But if the problem doesn't move, you still have to work on that. The other thing is, is you can have a misfire code for a plugged fuel filter. And if the fuel f supply is substandard, the pressure can be fine, but the fuel filter is so doggone plugged up that it doesn't allow fuel through it. So the, the computer runs lean, so the computer opens up the faucet, and the spark plugs are firing, but there's not enough gas in the cylinder to fire the spark plug efficiently, or not enough fuel in the, in the cylinder to cause an explosion to make the cylinder efficiency proper. So the computer reads that as a misfire when in reality you had substandard fuel delivery. That's kind of a technical answer, but that's the best one I can give you. Okay. Well, um, I, I can tell you this much, Hector. Most shops are going to charge you between $75 and $125 to tell you exactly what it is. I had a guy come in the other day that spent $1,200 on a clunk, and we fixed the clunk for $126. You don't want to be that guy. Yeah, I've been trying to make it to one of your shops before the tech engine light comes off each time, but then now I've just concluded. No, it, take it, it doesn't make any stop. difference. There's okay. history in there. There's history in there. So the oh. light doesn't have to be on for us to diagnose this. Well, then I guess I'll make an appointment today okay. then. Good. Good, good. Good luck to you, Victor. Thank you very much. Or Hector. Hector, I keep calling you Victor. I'm sorry. Hector, thank you very much. All right, let's go to John. John, good morning to you. How can I help you? Yes, good morning. I have a 2004 Ford Taurus, and I want to get an idea what it might cost to replace the oil pan gasket, remove oil pan, clean pan, and block surface, install new gasket, reseal with RTV silicone, change engine oil filter, and fill with oil road test reinspect. Oh boy. Okay. What something like that would cost me. I think you're doing this backwards. Why uh -huh. don't you tell me what that's going to fix? Uh, oil leak. Okay. So they've they've promised you that you have an oil leak that's related to the oil pan gasket, and that when they do their work, that the oil, that you're going to have the oil leak go away. Yes. Okay. If you got a four cylinder or a V6. V6. Okay. Tell me how much your labor estimate says, or did they just give you a total price? Okay, tell me what the labor is, the dollar amount. $416. Okay, so that's about four hours on a V6 oil oil pan, and I would say that that is certainly within the ballpark. The gasket set's probably 20 to $30, Uh-huh. The oil, five quarts of oil, I don't know, 2 yeah. $3 a quart. Yeah. Okay, um, and, and of course, when you take the pan off, yes, you're going to take it over to the parts washer. You're going to clean the pan up. You're going to bend the tangs back. You're going to prepare it for a new gasket and then rebolt it on. So is your estimate somewhere in the vicinity of uh, seven or $800? Uh, 552 Okay. All right. Well, you hold them to it, but, 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 but John, you, you look them in the eye and you say, what's going to happen if, you do, if I do $552 worth of work? And what's going to happen when I have the same oil leak, the same drip, and the same spot in my driveway? What's going to happen then, boys? And uh, here's why. Here's why. Let me let me draw you an analogy here. 
Okay. If I walk up in front of you and I've got blood all over my belt, okay, my belt. Yeah. Are you going to look at my belt? Are you going to look underneath my belt for the reason I'm shot or I'm wounded? Could it be not from my head or my neck or my shoulders or my chest and it's running down? That's the problem with oil leak diagnosis. The problem is, is this oil leak could be much higher, and they have picked the very bottom thing of the motor, which is the oil pan gasket. So if you have a rear main seal that's leaking, it's higher than the oil pan. If you have the front seal leaking, it's higher than the oil pan. The valve covers are higher than the oil pan. The intake manifold gasket's higher than the oil pan. That's my fear. My fear is is somebody's cherry-picking this and selling you an oil pan gasket, and they've not properly diagnosed it as being the oil pan gasket. In order for it to be the oil pan gasket, everything above the oil pan has to be as dry as a bone. The head gaskets, the intake gasket, the valve cover gaskets, the rear main seal, the front range seal, all of that has to be dry, and it can only be wet below that. And that's my problem. So you just look them in the eye and you tell them, I don't want to pay for guesses because if you charge me $556 and then two days later I have the same oil leak at the same spot in my driveway, I'm going to be kind of mad at you guys. So right. just make sure this is going to fix your oil leak. That's all. Okay? And pay with a credit card. Okay. So if something happens, I guess. <laughs> yes, pay no, with a credit card. Don't you pay cash. Pay with a credit card. No, my problem is I thought it was something that might cost around $30 or $40. Or no, something. no, sir. No, sir. That's that's going to be a four- or five-hour job. The gaskets and the oil and stuff's going to probably add another $50, $75, $80 to that. Then you're going to have shop supplies, environmental charges, and sales tax. Your 552 is a fair price. You know, I'm I'm from the old age where it probably would have only cost ten or twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah, we're past that point. Um, we're, our, you know, I I can tell you that my I pay four thousand dollars a month for the privilege of taking your credit card, so they charge me four thousand dollars a month so that you can swipe your credit card. Got to take a break. Thank you very much for calling. Vince and Wayne, you stay right there. You'll be next. I'm Mark Salem. The phone number is 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We have three open lines. This is Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. Over the years, we've noticed we get two types of customers. One customer drives into our shop at the first sign of a problem, and the other waits until the vehicle breaks down and has to be towed in. The drivers who bring us their transmissions right away often catch the problem in the early stages while it's still a minor problem. The other customers push their vehicles so the minor problem becomes major. So if you're ignoring the signs that your transmission needs service, won't you stop by Quality Transmission Service today while you have the best chance of getting good news about the repair? The problem won't go away on its own. Find out for yourself why customers love us. Check out our listing on Mark Salem's website, Best Car Repair Shops in Phoenix. At Quality Transmission Service in Tempe, we'd love to make you our customer, but only you can choose which type of customer you'll be. 
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. NMLS 223916 and 6274-VK0904-164-LO0914788-EqualOpportunityLender-PeoplesMortgage.com. Chadwick Burke's here reminding you to tune in Saturday mornings at 9 for The Straight Scoop. Thanks to the Chinese economy, flailing stock market, and falling oil prices, mortgage rates are near two-year lows. However, the technical signals point to this being a short-term trend, which means you have to act now. A mortgage refinance could save you hundreds or even thousands a month in payment or interest. If you haven't looked into this yet, why not? It's not as hard as you think. When I'm your loan officer, the process is honest, easy, takes very little time, and you get the best deal. There's a reason I'm the longest-running mortgage finance talk show host on The Patriot. Give me a call and find out why. I'll review your situation for free, calculate your savings, and give you the best service in Arizona. 623-703-4568, 623-703-4568, or visit straightscoopradio.com, straightscoopradio.com. Chadwick Burks with People's Mortgage, your advocate in the mortgage market. When the smartest audience in talk radio turns 960 The Patriot on every day, good things happen. Listeners are informed and entertained. Not only that, the economy is stimulated by the advertisers who use this radio station to reach our great listeners. If you run a business, please consider advertising it to people who share your same values and principles. The Patriot Listener. Visit 960thepatriot.com or call Heath Garluzzo at 602-955-9600 today. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 10 p.m. to midnight on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. Got an iPhone, BlackBerry, or smartphone? Download the Patriot app for your phone. Just go to your app store or log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is Renee Salem, my boss. Um, and she, you're not allowed to ask her any questions that have to do with me. So <laughs> I'm just telling you right now. You're not oh, gonna, come on. You're no fun. Yeah, forget it. Yeah. Anyway, the time is 34 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. Let me tell you real quick about Automatic Transmission Exchange. Phil, who owns Automatic Transmission Exchange, is exactly the kind of guy you want to work on your transmission. And here's why. He's been around since 1968. Phil has been in that location at 40th Street in Washington. He holds down my Central Phoenix Corridor. He holds down my South Phoenix Corridor. He is a great transmission shop, and he knows transmissions all the way back to the 50s. So if you have a hot rod, if you have an old replica car, if you have any kind of a 55, 56 Chevy, you absolutely have to talk to Phil. Just talk to him 
about what your transmissions needs because all the way from the two-speed power glides all the way up to the new electronic eight-speed transmissions Phil has got a handle on it automatic transmission exchange we call it ATE 40th Street in Washington and they're open on Saturdays for your convenience let's go to the phones real quick Wayne you're up next how can I help you I have a 06 Chrysler Town & Country van 3.2 liter engine 193,000 miles on it. Our steering pump is uh, giving me some noise problems, and uh, the symptoms are most mornings it started up and it howls like it's low on fluid, but it's not low on fluid. And you drive it for five miles, and the howl goes away when it warms up. Sometimes, uh, maybe 10 to 20% of the time, there's no howl in the morning. Okay. Does it have a remote reservoir? I believe it does. Yes, okay. it does. Right. The position of the reservoir. If it has a remote reservoir, then oftentimes there's a screen that filters the fluid before it goes down to the pump. Okay. And what happens is that screen becomes plugged and dirty and the fluid stays up in the reservoir and you think the pump is full and it's not. Okay. So you need to take a turkey baster and suck all the fluid out of that reservoir. And you need to make sure that that screen and that and that filter is nice and clean. Because the howling noise you talk about, is a good indication of that is, is, is hydraulic starvation. The bad okay. news is this. If it's not the reservoir that's restricted, then you probably have had the pump come apart and the pump has sent a bunch of metal into the rack and pinion, and the possibility exists that this is going to be a $1,000 plus repair with a pump, a flush, and a rack, and an alignment. Okay. And it could be a lot more than that. I'm shooting from the hip, and my wife's rolling her eyes down. I'm going to trust her on this. She, this <laughs> this is probably a 1000 Will you handle 1000 to 1500 Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I think so. 1000 to 1500 rack, a pump a flush of the system and an alignment and all the other stuff. So, let's do that. Let's make sure the reservoir is is got a full uh, gusher of fluid to the to the pump and we'll go from there. Okay? Okay. All right. Good very luck good. to you, buddy. Thank you very much. Um, real quick, you went to breakfast this morning to a gar car guy restaurant. Yes. And with with our kids, because I'm here working, making money for the family while you're out messing around. Yes. And you went where? Okay. Well, the kids ran in the ostrich festival today. The eight and the six year old, and uh, they did really good. It was like 500 kids. And then we decided to go to Chase's Diner. It's like a 50s diner. Okay. And, and the ostrich festival's in Chandler. It's so in you, Chandler. So you're going to go north of Chandler. Yeah. I think it's still in Chandler, okay. though, because it's at Alma School in Warner. Okay. And I uh, had breakfast, and you know how the kids, they order a million things, and uh -huh. half the time they don't eat it. They only do that with you, by the way, but go ahead. No, you're the one that gripes about it, so I know you're there. <laughs> anyway, they ate everything on their plate, and they absolutely loved it. And Alan said that was the best breakfast burrito he had ever had. It had, you know, like sausage and the the country potatoes and it had biscuits and gravy in the burrito and stuff and he said it was just awesome it okay. was at chase's diner Chase. old 50s diner they play old music and it got the checkerboard floors and the red vinyl seats and really a nice place and and when we go there when mm -hmm. when the men go there that's right it's what is that saturday morning yes saturday, saturday morning, morning breakfast they usually have car clubs that go there and meet and have breakfast mm -hmm. so it's chase's diner it's on the corner of alma school and warner 
It's on the northwest corner. Of almost Goon Warner. So though, anybody in that area, if you want to go, and I, I agree with you, it's 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 awesome breakfast. It it's is. just awesome. And it's a family atmosphere. It and is. I can assure you that Skip or his wife mm-hmm. or one of his kids is there. Exactly. Because he owns the place and he owns some other places, but he owns that place. And I see him there on Saturday mornings a lot. Yeah, and his wife actually checked us out today. Okay. So, yeah. All righty. So that's Chase's Diner, mm-hmm. and that's at Alma School and Warner, northwest corner. Right. All righty. When we come back, Brad and Dan and Frank and Larry or and Lance, we're going to get all of you in the next break, I hope. So we're going to go fast, but we're going to go and what we're going to give you good service. So Brad, Dan, Frank and Lance, we'll be back right after this. This Thursday, join us for a one-of-a-kind experience as 960 The Patriot hosts a free debate viewing party at Studio Movie Grill. Purchase gourmet food and beverages and enjoy exclusive analysis during the GOP debate as 960 The Patriot hosts Seth Liebson play host. Doors open at 6 with the debate starting at 6.30. Weigh in on the debate winners and losers. It's big issues on the big screen. Brought to you by Enviro Paving. Tickets at 960thepatriot.com. Hello. I'm Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. As a kid, I was a Boy Scout, which taught me to live my life by honest principles. Through hard work and dedication to those principles, I earned the rank of Eagle Scout. I started Quality Transmission in 1977 and set out to build the most honest and trusted transmission shop in the area. In 2003, Quality Transmission was given the first Business Ethics Award from the local Better Business Bureau, and was presented to me by Steve Forbes of Forbes Magazine. No other transmission shop in the state has earned this award. Quality Transmission is also a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix, and we are one of only two transmission shops in the Valley that are AAA-approved auto repair facilities. I ran Quality Transmission using the principles I learned as a Boy Scout, which means that you can trust us to tell it like it is, when you bring your car or truck to Quality Transmission in Tempe. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a free cursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com Hello, I'm Tom Brown with Mike Aaliyah from Benefit Air. Mike, many listeners have heard me tell the story how Benefit Air came to my aid when I was chief engineer here at the station, you know, all day, every day. But what people do not know is the story about how Benefit Air kept me from moving. It's true, I live in a top-four condo built in the 60s, almost no ventilation, cinder block walls, and in the heat of the summer, Sometimes we couldn't get the temp below 85 degrees. Mary had had it. Time to move, she said. Well, I called you at Benefit Air. You sent Ken over to take a look. He discovered that we were wasting our cooling capacity by cooling the attic. 
Ken redesigned the system, moving the air handler from the ceiling to the closet. And wow, what a difference. (laughs) Hey, I'm so glad we could help you and Mary, Tom. To find out how Benefit Air can help you with your cooling and heating needs, call us at 602-840-9229. That's 602-840-9229. Or find us on the web at BenefitAir.com. Experience the benefit of choosing Benefit Air. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Looking to know what's up on The Dennis Prager Show? Like 960 The Patriot on Facebook for daily show updates. Welcome back, everybody. We're going to save every minute we can so we can get our callers. I want to tell you real quick about Action Auto Repair. He's at I-17 in Deer Valley, the northwest corner. What's special about Tom at Action Auto? Well, he's been around since 1983. I've known Tom personally since 1979. I can vouch for his honesty, his integrity, his technical ability, and his ability to operate his own shop and do a good job at it. So if you're looking for a good guy, and especially if you have a BMW, because he has a great BMW technician, he's at I-17 in Deer Valley, northwest corner, and he does quality workmanship, excellent customer service, fast turnaround time, and he has ASE Master Certified Technicians. Let's go to the phones. We're going to go to number one, and that's Brad. Brad, how can we help you this morning? Well, real quick, I just need a referral for somebody that's good with air conditioning. I have an 04 Dodge Ram 1500 pickup, and I need it in the Cactus and and, uh, uh, 51 Freeway area. Okay, Kelly Clark Automotive, 41st Street and Bell. Tell them Mark Salem said that I'm sure that they can't fix your air conditioning leak, and you and I together are going to wave the red flag in front of the bull, if you know what I mean. All righty. All righty, good enough. Mark. You betcha. And let's go to Dan. Dan, good morning to you. How can I help you this morning? Yeah, Mark, I was uh, getting uh, recall work on a, my Toyota truck at a Toyota dealership, and when you drive in there, they had these sensors on the roof, and they put these things on the tires of vehicles to check some kind of alignment. I was just wondering, what kind of scam is that? Um, let me just change your question. Mark, <laughs> do you check alignments of people who drive across your service drive? No, I don't. Mark, is that equipment kind of expensive? Yes, it is. Mark, what's the benefit of that equipment? There's nothing I can see personally of the benefit of that equipment because the parameters are programmed by someone else. So, in fact, every single one of your alignment specifications has a window. Let's pretend the window is an inch wide. If I narrow that window to an eighth of an inch wide, then I'm probably going to flunk every car that comes through. So, I do not believe that that is something that's in the customer's best interest. I think that is in the shop's best interest, and that's all I got to say, buddy. Well, that's what I thought, too. Yeah, well, I don't. I saw it. I know they're there. They're good sales opportunities. They sell a lot of alignments. But I suggest this, folks. Look at your front tires. They'll tell you all you need to know. A good guy's going to look at your front tires and pronounce you fine or not. The outside edge of both of your front tires should be a little rounded, and it should be just as much rounded on the passenger as it is in the driver. It's normal for you to have a little outside edge wear on the front tires. The back should be nice and square. If you've got that, you don't need my alignment. Thank you for bringing that up, Dan. Frank, you're up next. Yeah, uh, this is uh, Frank. Uh, I have a 2008 Cadillac 
with a 4.6 liter engine. And uh, I bought it about three years ago, and I haven't had much trouble with it other than uh, a couple of motor mounts, you know, that uh, within the three years and all that. Mm-hmm. But my my extended warranty is um, ex- expiring pretty soon in May. I've got 71,000 miles on it, and I've heard a lot of horror stories about uh, the, the rear main seal leaking and uh, three three four thousand dollars the cost, and also the transmission converter that said you can't. Uh, get a rebuilt one if it does go which they go a lot on these cadillacs uh and they run over two thousand on and on and on uh i'm debating whether i should keep it by another warranty for it or trade it in before i start having any of these uh leaks okay. uh, what do you think well i don't i don't believe that the torque converter is the two thousand dollars is a normal price to split the transmission and engine and replace the torque converter and, and really and truly um there's lots of good rebuilds and lots of good new ones out there so i don't believe that the torque converter accessing the part is a problem at all i don't like your car um your car doesn't make me look like a hero that car there is one that's a heavily maintenance intensive vehicle um, it, I cannot be proud of my repair bills for those people that have those cars because they cost so much to, to maintain. Um, your car is also eight years old. And um, if I were you, I would trade it and get something else. I think you're losing. I don't, I'm don't. i not tra- trading it because of the torque converter issue that you brought up and because of the rear main seal you brought up. I'm not doing it that. There are some much bigger things on that North Star motor <laughs> that are going to cause you gray hair to pop overnight. So if I were you, I'd get rid of the car. That's my answer. All righty. Real quick, my next question is: What would we be able? To, would I buy to replace that? Uh, you now know, there's that's a pretty there's, good sized car. No, there's like 480 that. models of cars in, uh, out there, and you need to. And, and you, just give me an email and give me three. Give me your three choices. Give me Mark. What about this one? This one and this one. And give me three choices, and I will intelligently discuss the maintenance history and the longevity and the quality of the three cars you give me. But you can't ask me to compare 430 cars um, and and not knowing that you want two-door, four-door, V6, V8, um, all that other kind of stuff. I need you to narrow it down for me. But I'll help you. Mark at MarkSalem.com. It's easy. Mark at MarkSalem.com. Got to go, Frank. Thank you very much. Lance, you're up next, buddy. How can I help you? Mr. Salem, I have a uh, 2003 Ford Taurus uh, V6, 79,000 miles. Uh, check engine light came on, and I found out the uh, third cylinder three was misfiring. I had the crank sensor replaced, and I had a private mechanic work on it, and he called me and told me that the spark plug, all spark plugs and the spark plug wires needed to be changed. Um, being as after all that was done and being as automotively challenged as I am, I was uh, prone to the preconceived notion that the two issues I'm still dealing with would have disappeared. And those two issues are one, um, when I idle, sit and idle a little bit, the car feels like it hiccups, quick hiccup here, quick hiccup there. Not when I'm driving, just when I'm idling. Um, and that's, uh, getting more gradually more frequent and then the second issue quickly is that and i don't know if this is related to that but when i make a left-hand turn um and accelerate it it, uh bogs down tremendously and there's a quick it feels like it wants to stall and then there's a quick jerk i mean a real massive jerking action that takes place and then it picks itself up 
Okay, well, the, the real question is, is we have you got enough miles on it to determine whether the check engine light's going to come back on and if it's going to have a misfire code, but yes. unfortunately, you're in big trouble. That's all there is to it. You're in big trouble. Um, okay. It's really easy for some, every Tom, Dick, and Harry who's worked on cars and who, who, who knows what he's doing to take your car into his garage and sell you wires and spark plugs and EGR valves and crank sensors and cam sensors and O2 sensors and just keep jacking up the bill. Just remember the story I told earlier. Guy spends $1,100 chasing a clunking noise. They replace all the struts, lower control arms, sway bar bushings, upper strut mounts. They replace motor mounts. They do all this work, three shops, and the car's fixed for $126 because a bolt and a nut on the core support bracket are loose. $126. He feels like a fool. And you're in trouble because that check engine light's going to come back on because it's going to detect that miss. He's cleared the code, but it's going to come back on. You're back to where you started. As far as the second issue is concerned, forget that one. Find somebody to fix the first issue and hope it fixed the second issue. I don't know okay. what the second issue is, and I can't tell you. That's a very unusual one, but I'm telling you, ignore the turn and it falls on its face symptom deal with the intermittent da -da 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 that yeah. kind of stuff you got to deal with that but you're in trouble because um he's guessing and he's guessing with your money okay. so i'm sorry lance i'm sorry all right vince let's go on to vince vince thank you for calling back i know your cell phone dropped how can i help you today hey um i'm driving a 2003 honda pilot six cylinder and uh 122,000 miles I went into the Honda dealer, um, asked them for an oil change, and give me any idea of any other things that I might be looking at. So maybe I invited trouble. I don't know. Anyhow, uh, they came back with that my oil pump, was, the seals on it were cracking or leaking, and that I really ought to get that done, and uh, was going to be uh, $1,300. And what symptom I, am I going to fix with that uh, oil pump that's got cracked and leaking seals? That's what he said. I know, but uh, what did what did he see? What what did he oh, see he that? Said, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. He uh, said that there was oil all over the place under there. Okay. And uh, I I drove away, and um, I can't see it. You know, I I can't raise the car up. I look down in there, but. I'm not that sophisticated, but I, and I don't see a mess going on, and I don't have a drip in the driveway. Well, there you go, buddy. The Lord's talking to you. You know, th this is, this. You, you, thank you for calling me and giving me a chance to come. Vince, if, if we got oil all over the place and we got a $1,300 oil leak, you got to have oil on the ground, buddy. You got to have oil all over the back bumper. As you drive down the road on a highway speed and your oil's leaking, it blows back in the bumper and it blows on the tailgate of your pilot. Walk back there. Look at that rear bumper. Look at that back window. Has this got spots of oil all over it? If the answer is yes, you got an oil leak. If the answer is no, you don't. And the other day, a, a, a little old lady takes her car into the shop and they tell her that at 70,000 miles she has to have her valves adjusted on her Honda. And, I, and I'm not going to say whether it's in a dealer or an independent or a chain store. I'm just going to call it a shop. And they tell her she needs her valves adjusted. If not, she'll have engine damage. If I were the king of the world, that person would have their lips sewed shut for a month. If I were the king of the world. Because nothing could be further from the truth. The car has no clatter noise. 
and no backfire. And unfortunately, if the valves are too loose, there's a clatter noise. And if the valves are too tight, there's a backfire. And if we don't have either one, then please describe to me why this older lady needs a valve adjustment to the tune of four or five hundred bucks. And what kind of engine damage is going to occur if she ignores your... Are you saying that if she ignores this, that this engine is going to have damage? If so, put write that down. Sign your name to it, big dog. Oh, I get mad when I hear this stuff. So, <laughs> settle down. Settle, settle down. down. I know. You, you <laughs> but gotta it be, is frustrating. you got to pretend like I'm Donald Trump and you're Ted Cruz. Breathe. You keep bringing him Breathe. up. Yeah, yeah Breathe. exactly. <laughs> I feel like him sometimes. <laughs> you uh, act like him sometimes. Uh, Vince, I'm, 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 I'm telling you, you need to get a second opinion. You need to get it back up in the air. Most shops will do that for you for free. And they'll let you look at it. I mean, we'll let people go back and see what they're seeing. That's right. If because... you're there, we're going to show you. Mm-hmm. And we're going to to show you this is your leak and this is the leak and that's the 1300 and this is where we're going to spend the money the problem is is there's lots of excuses why that can't happen and all of them are just bs period okay who's after vince john good morning to you save me from myself <laughs> how can i help you john um i got a 98 grand marquee with 121,000 miles on it and i looked underneath and the bushings or not the, the caps around the bushings on the front end Mm-hmm. For all the rubber caps to hold the grease in, mm-hmm. they're all shot. What is my only option to replace all the? Uh, well, wait a minute. Are in? these? Are you talking about the ball joints on your Grand Marquis? Yeah. Okay. So the bellows are shot, and when you squirt grease into them, you lose the grease. Yeah, because okay. but it's you know it's one of those deals where you, there's no uh, no, no zerts on it. Okay. Well, if there's no zert, sometimes there's a plug on the bottom of them, and we're supposed to take the plug out and put a zert in them. And sometimes, if there is no zert, then we use a needle on the end of our grease gun, and we just stick the needle into the boot and fill it full of uh, full of full of grease. So, um, with with as many miles as you have, 121,000 miles. I don't think I'd put new ball joints on it until I saw tire wear that would indicate ball joints. And if there's lower ball joint areas, then there's going to be inside edge tire wear on one side or the other. And so, as far as I'm concerned, in the absence of anything other than you seeing that the boots are torn, um, I don't think you should replace them. I should wait till you have a symptom. Now, if you said to me that I have a heavy clunk when I go over a, a, a bump in the front end, then I would say, no, we need to look at those ball joints a little closer to see if they are the problem, or if the lower control arm bushings are the problem, or if the shock absorber mounts are the problem, or if it's the upper ball joints that's the problem. So there's so much going on underneath there, but I think it's in your best interest, in the absence of any other symptoms, for you to do nothing. Perhaps next time you have your oil changed, go ask them to go into the shop and say to the technician, look at this, tell me what you think. All right, those of you that I didn't get to, mark at marksalem.com. You feel free to, to, uh, to send me an email. And if you'll send me your address or your phone number, I, I often call you, and I'm going to call you from a block number because I don't want to share my cell phone number with everybody. And I like to do it when I'm traveling. And I like to call you when I'm on my way to work and when I'm running errands and stuff. So if you'll tell me what your phone number is and give me some time that I can call you and tell me what your symptoms are, I'm happy to help you. So mark at MarkSalem.com. You can also go to MarkSalem.com and you can click on a link there and leave me an email through our business website. And that's transferred to my daughter Andy and then she transfers those to me. Until then, please um, please do your... Oh, and let me tell you something. Mark Salem 
he placed number five in the second grade at the Ostrich Festival. His name is Mark Salem, and Rex Salem placed number 12 in the first grade group out of 500 kids. 500 kids. Mark Salem. Did you hear that name? Mark Salem placed number five in the second grade group, and you better remember that because he's my grandson. We'll be back.